Geek Tank is supported by listeners like you. Get your Uru hammers and your nailer guns, a sonic screwdriver or a sword plus one. Use Valerian steel if it'll get you to come to the Geek Tank, to the Geek Tank, to the Geek Tank. The Rocky Mountain Geek Tank. Hi, I'm Guy. Hi, I'm Troy. Hi, I'm Chelsea. And this is Geek Tank live from Denver. Yeah. Your It's This Size podcast. I got nothing. Good. <laughs> So we're going to keep a short news today, right? You we're going to do really short news. So we're going to go work because I got yeah. super duper 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 short news. Super this, short news? This Saturday, which short? means if you're watching this recorded and not live, it's too late for you. Unless, I guess, if you get the rest of the week to watch it. Saturday, May the 4th, which most people know as Star Wars Day, May the 4th be with you, is Free Comic Book Day. Which, if you want to find out a lot more about it, go to www.freecomicbookday.com. they got a nifty little place where you can put your zip code in, and it will show you all the comic book stores that tell you who's participating. Uh, just locally, we got Vision Comics and Oddities in Sheridan. Uh, Enchanted Grounds has two locations, Mile High Comics, Jason Street's their main one, mm-hmm. Mutiny Comics downtown, Second and Charles, which is like south here on Wadsworth, I think, and then uh, 5280 Comics, which I have no idea where they are, but they're at least a mile high up. Yeah. They're at least in our altitude. Can you turn Troy up a little bit? And yep. turn me up as well. Turn oh. you up. Uh, turn up Troy a little. A little. And turn... Sorry. Troy you got, you up got a, a You got an easy thing you want to go straight in? Um, I mean, this weekend I'm going to be posting a lot about BTS. Not sorry in advance. Good. Sorry, not sorry. I'm going to be at both concerts on Saturday and Sunday at the Rose Bowl Stadium. I'm stoked. Wow. I fly pictures. to LA Lots on Thursday. All so the pictures. There will be tons of pictures. You guys need There'll to be closer lot, to your microphones because so. we're maxed on both of your mics. Chelsea mm-hmm. keeps telling me not to be close to my microphone. I know well, you because pull she's. It out before. No, you're not that bad. I don't you're pull it out ever. Okay. All right, so I this is a heavy, heavy topic. So to break things up right away off the top, I got you a gift. <laughs> you did? There's only a buck, and when I saw it, I thought of you. Oh yeah. Hey, check it out. I got you a Tesla. That's awesome! Not just any Tesla, but the one that was shot into space. They can't see anything from over there. Maybe maybe Kevin can grab it and put it over there. Yeah. Put it close to the uh, camera. That's awesome! Yay. Thank you! Congratulations. Now, now, we can now, now we're gonna, you happiness. know what I'm going to do? I'm going to launch this on a rocket. Well, you've got a tiny spaceship collection. So I do. It, it I kinda, have to have a tiny Tesla it kinda collection. Fits. With Starman. It even With says Starman. that. Yeah, it's the one that was launched. It's the one. If it was just a Tesla, I probably wouldn't have thought to get No, 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 no. But this is they important. They did a whole space line, apparently, if you look on the uh, side of the package. Um, right here. I was going to say, the they did a side of the package? Exactly. HW Space. Hot uh, yeah, Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the other ones are. That's awesome. Well, thank you. In any case, I, uh, I was getting all crushed under the pressure and the weight of anticipating tonight and when I was shopping and I saw that I'm like oh this will help at least make us a little bit happier in this right well thank you very much that was very awesome I got you nothing which I know well you said before you don't like to collect stuff because it takes up space I give you lots lots of hugs hugs I have a pop tart in my bag too if you'd like a pop tart pop tart what kind of pop tart Uh, s'more that's funny because I got a s'mores frappuccino. Uh-oh. Hey, Starbucks, how about a sponsorship, please? All right. 
Yeah, like, they give us free drinks occasionally. Occasionally. Okay, let's All go right. ahead and get our sponsorships oh, out of the way. Yes. We've got, we're, we're sponsored by Geekway Homes. If you have a home to sell or you're looking to buy a home, and you happen to be a geek, and you need some expertise, geeky advice on how to deal with selling or buying a home, go to www.geekwayhomes.com. Just punch that right into your location finder yeah. thingy. Yeah, it's got to be Into your Garmin. We also have uh, Malcon sponsoring us, Myth and Legends Convention. That's coming up August 9th through 11th. And they're pretty awesome, and that's also cool. Yes. And, and, our third one? and Kieran Games. Woohoo! Where can you find them? You can find them at KieranGames.com. In, in a dark alley. Yeah. Ahead of time. And they'll, yeah, because they'll, they'll, if you call them, and then they give us spaceships. Because well, we and we give them guys. money, which some people call that a transaction. Yes. Mostly involves spaceships. Anyway, so okay. So, are we going to say no names, so like not even mention the convention we're talking about right now? It's pretty much all out I mean, well, it's... Well, yeah, but, I mean... I don't know. I, I The picture I've okay, cropped... so let's start at the top. What's cosplay? No. no oh, not that the very top. top. Okay. This sucks. Okay. Yeah. I'm not To me, that's not the top. This. Like, this is not a comfortable situation mm -hmm. from anywhere. Well, how do you think the poor cosplayer feels? Somebody who cosplays, like, oh, this sucks. So we we ended up with a situation with a cosplayer at a convention. But well, we, we heard about it. I don't think any of us actually witnessed it when it happened. No, this came this came from a fellow cosplayer. That we do know. That we do know. I, I witnessed the end on Sunday when the police report was being taken. Yeah. So. Well, that's... Pegging it down pretty good. Um, there was a there was a, there's photographic evidence. We have the photographic evidence. Uh, Kevin, if you would please. It's a, yeah, seven. It's number seven. Push the button, Max. So if you press the button seven there, you can see our photographic evidence. And um, what we've got here is we had a cosplayer who was taking pictures with a with her own with her own photographer. When this individual kissed her. Well, he came up and asked if he could have a picture. She was right. being polite, and I'm reciting what I've read off of her uh, Her Facebook post. Page. Well, and we have her post here we could recite as well. Okay, and then he took a picture with her, and I can't remember if he had asked to put his arm around her or not. I, I kind of feel like he did ask that, and she said okay. But he, he did not ask if he could kiss her, and then he proceeded to kiss her on the cheek during one of the photographs, and that's the picture that you're seeing there. And he also had his body pressed up quite closely, which to me is not just putting your arm around somebody. Yeah, it's right. a really intimate action, and as somebody who's like had this happen before, honestly, it feels like you've been like burned. Like your body gets uncomfortable, right? When you're not, when you're touched somewhere that you're not expecting to, or, and like regardless, and it just you feel it, and it's gross and awful. And okay, you can return if us. If you're a parent or a spouse, you can imagine your kid or your spouse having that happen to them with somebody not asking permission to do it. Right. How would that make you feel? So, so so we've got kind of this situation and you could actually you could probably if you saw that picture you saw she did not look happy in that moment. No. She um, does not look happy at all. She does I not could, look I could tell she's trying to fake being happy because she's a cosplayer. Well she was in the um, middle of doing the shot. Right. So exactly. But it's um you got to also keep in mind when something shocking happens, it's not everybody's instinct to immediately physically defend themselves or right. get vocal about it. It's well, this deer in a headlight type thing. And society's kind of 
been mean and trained women to be docile and, and not speak out against these kind of things. Laugh it off, it's fine, it's harmless. Right. But... Oh, it's just a kiss, what's the big deal, is the excuse. And it's like, you know, it is a big deal, just because it's not a big deal to you, you can't put your standards on someone else. Right. I mean, someone else losing a hundred bucks is no big deal. But if I rob you and take a hundred bucks and say, "What's the big deal?" It's a hundred bucks. It's you can't use your own standards like that on someone else. So, the continuation of the story goes that uh, okay. First of all, I was going to also say that the things spoken here are us conveying opinions of other people and do not necessarily reflect those of either Geek Tank or our sponsors. So, except, just, for, except for the me being upset about it. Well, that it expresses me. Troy. But, I mean, I'm just saying that because there's a lot of stuff that I've written we're gonna, down. We're going to read a lot We're going to go stuff. through a lot of things here. And remember to censor some of that. Burp, 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 well, burp, I, burp, burp, If it's burp, the same burp. thing I read earlier, there's at least one F-bomb. Yeah, here's an F-bomb. Well, that, that's still PG-13. Yeah, but we try to be slightly less than PG-13. Okay, just saying. That's allowed. Um, so, apparently, she went to um, the staff. and After it happened. After it happened. And that, that she found out that the guy was drunk. And so they, they had confronted him and talked to him. Security they had talked to him. The, the staff had. Staff. I had the hair. There's an important distinction here because at this specific convention, the hospitality staff wear red shirts, and that does not make them security. It's a Star Trek reference, it's cute, it's fun, but they don't have, at least to my knowledge, because I used to work for them, they do not have security privileges. They are there to help attendees, and so they got the police involved, essentially, and then everybody was out scouting to figure out, you know, what do we do? And let's find this person and talk to them. Do they, have a, two sides to every do they have a security staff in addition to a staff? As far as I know, staff? they still hire out uh, private security. They usually have two officers on the con floor that are in plain clothes. And I didn't see those two officers at all this year. Okay. And I looked for them because they're good buddies. Like, I like to talk to them at Starfest and buy them coffee and thank them for their work. I didn't see them at all. I saw a couple police officers in uniform on Sunday when she was giving the report. Um, but security, like, sometimes it's a hotel issue, right? And then sometimes it's a, like, con security now, issue. And I think one, they still contract. The one convention I'm familiar with, correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the divisions, there's an area head and there's security. That's okay. a different thing. That's a different thing, but that's still, that's not, like, special forces, law enforcement security. They are right. part they are of the convention. They're volunteers. Okay. They're volunteers with some experience. But as far as we know... But the convention in question currently does not have an area not of that. To my okay. Right. So we have sort of this situation where um, she spoke to hospitality, and then hospitality sent her to the police. She spoke to the police, and the police said. I'm trying to figure this out here. And this is from her account. The police officer told me that the assaulter, um, the officer told me that, the, that, that her assaulter had a good talking to last night. 
but because she didn't clarify that she wanted him evicted from the convention, she basically lost her shot. And this is where I have a huge problem. Because all of the conventions that I attend have pretty rigorous harassment policies. You harass somebody, you are gone. It's a zero, yeah. po- zero tolerance. It's a zero tolerance. And I believe the thing because you have pulled up actually has the convention's rules on there. Safe spaces. So um, this is the non-harassment policy according to this convention. It says they are determined to offer an environment that is free of any kind of harassment for all attendees. And they're basically creating a space in which everyone plays together in the spirit of mutual trust and respect. Harassment is a form of discrimination that is offensive, impairs morale, undermines the integrity of relationships, and causes serious harm to productivity, creativity, and enjoyment of the convention. All of the attendees have the right to be in an environment free from discrimination and harassment, including sexual harassment. Harassment on the basis of race, color, creed, ancestry, national origin, disability, marital status, sexual orientation is not what we are about. Harassment means persistent and unwelcome conduct or actions on any of the bases mentioned above. Harassment may be subtle, manipulative, and is not always evident. It does not refer to occasional compliments of a socially acceptable nature. It refers to behavior that is not welcome and is personally offensive. That's very important. And just to clarify for those of you, um, Chelsea misspoke slightly. It's nonverbal harassment, and I think you just said not. You left the verbal word out when you said oh, it earlier. Sorry. No, don't worry. I was just saying it in case somebody was following along there. And so the, the kissing is the unwelcome part. And now here, here's the thing. I mean, even like the hug thing, some people honestly really don't like to be touched, and that is a huge violation of them as a person. Right. Like, I'm a super huggy person, but I will usually ask for to stretch out and say, okay. Because I understand that they're not touching people. I communicate that way. And it's, some people are not okay with that. And I respect that. Me too. And it's one of those things where when he got permission to put his arm around her, he, since he was drunk, I can get that. There, there's, there's a point where she tried to do the right thing, and then the people that were supposed to step up and help her didn't follow through. And it, this falls apart in several areas, because the way I see it, being, being drunk is not an excuse for behavior. And if you, if you have that problem, you need to go to Alcoholics Anonymous and get help, because you're drinking to excess to losing control of your inhibition and breaking social rules. Right. And it's part of the convention's rules that, if, hey, if somebody's wandering around so drunk that they can't contain themselves, you need to get them somewhere that's not harassing or causing a problem in the convention. And we've had these problems before at this convention when I was on staff. There were a couple of people who were She needed closer. She needed closer to Mike. So, yeah, so, so to have this happen and like nothing really, I can't say nothing was done. Hospitality did their job. They let everybody know. They sent out a search party. They talked to this convention attendee. They got the police involved. That was the extent to which they could do something. This falls on the higher up at the convention, and this is my personal opinion. My personal opinion, just me. Okay. <laughs> this is when, opinions are not cre- possessed by <laughs> Geek Tank or our sponsors. To a higher up, if it is brought up to that level at a convention, it means something is serious and something needs to be done. Now and for, there are situations like this where attendees need to go. 
Because you set up this policy, now follow it. Now, for all we know, because we haven't been able to get in contact with anybody official at the convention, to, they may be working on this. I hope they're working on this. I they're just so moving. They're just moving kind of slow, maybe. I tried to contact the guy <laughs> after finding out who he was, and after the weird timing, I actually was on his Facebook page for about two minutes looking at other photos he's done, mm-hmm. and then everything glitched out, and I thought maybe my internet messed up, or I broke the internet, or my computer messed up. I kept trying to get back onto the site, and it was gone. I tried searching the name, and it kept saying this page is no longer available. It was really bizarre timing in it. So either he moved his Facebook page to be only accessible by people he already has as friends, or Facebook pulled it down, or who knows what happened. Most likely, he got harassed by people saying, hey, what, yeah, what are you doing? And he pulled it down. His profile should be private by that point. Because yeah. I was, I was, social media is coming. Yeah. I was, well, I, was social to, media, yeah. I was trying to reach out to him because we are a media team, and we do want to be unbiased and I wanted to get a statement from him and say hey what happened I know what I've heard I haven't heard your side of the story but it is impossible for me to reach him um, I will say that more than 50% of the pictures that I saw of him with women he was equally as handsy on them so this is a pattern with him which that's not an excuse or an accusation I'm just saying well and we don't know what his Reputation was with those women. I with mean, those women, or or at any convention. I mean, I guess if you were to look at pictures of like, I don't know. Now what? You and me. I'm pretty handsy right. with you. Well, you have a policy in life that I've been trying to adapt to myself. Where you said you like to assume the best of everybody. Right. So if we try to assume the best of this guy. Right. And we say, okay, he got drunk. Maybe it was the first time he got this drunk. I doubt it, but let's say it was. Let's pretend. And let's pretend, and let's pretend that he did it entirely without realizing he was breaking her social boundaries, then when she confronted him the next day, which we haven't gotten to yet because he did not get evicted from the convention, he was in the same area and she felt threatened by him being around. She went up to him and showed him the picture and confronted him about it. That At that point, if he was innocent of this, he should have said, I am so sorry. I That was uncalled for. I did not mean for it to go like that. I did not mean to cross those boundaries and just apologize profusely for it. Right. Instead, he accused her of being in the fault for not telling him not to do it when he did it. Right. And then... And uh, that's a little bit different. So, the steps... And the, now, this is what I've heard, again. This is all... But I haven't been able to hear his side, so I don't yeah, know... Yeah, unfortunately, we, again, we only have her side of the so story. So, I'm going to go with what I have to work with. And... Uh, Really, now he needs to do what I'm saying. He needs to come out and apologize and, and or find someone to do that, and he needs to be taking steps to fix this. The convention needs to be taking steps to fix this. Right, because now you've lost two cosplayers. That we know so of. Far, that we know of. Because they don't want to go back. And I wouldn't, if you're that uncomfortable, if they know that they're not going to uphold these policies, because there is this huge culture with cosplay that they're like, oh, you look cute, so I can hug you and I can kiss you and everything is fine. It's not okay. It is always that cosplay is not consent. You can ask for photos. Most cosplayers are more than happy to, you know, especially with, like, little ones. Yeah. Little ones who come up all the time and want pictures. What is the yeah. psychological... Okay if I give you a hug? Yes, like, I'm communicating with them as a cosplayer to a child. It's like, can I give you a hug in the photo? Can I put my arm around your shoulder? Are you comfortable with that? Because... In this realm, everyone should be comfortable and everybody should be able to voice that because communication is the one thing we do have. And it's very important. So use that social skill. Now, what is the psychological malfunction of someone that, I mean, do they go up to every pretty woman they see or every person they find attractive, not necessarily a woman, and hug them and kiss them? Or it seems to be once you're in a costume, 
that in their mind says, this now gives me permission to do this. So how does that changeover happen? Is it the, this is now a fictional world and not the real world, so I can get away with it? Do they? Yeah, I guess because it's a character that they revere, they think that you're more open to it. I mean, I've been catcalled a lot both in and out of costume, but I've never had somebody like approach me and try to like hug me while not in costume. How do cats use how do cats use the dial pad with little claws? Thumbs. Thumbs. Don't even. Do they thumbs. need thumbs? Mm. But so it's it's a weird it's a weird like social but I think it's disconnect. The, huh. And people get drunk in conventions and want to have a good time, so I think they take more social liberties than they probably should. I also think that we still have a culture that says that it's somewhat okay. There's like a, there's still a cultural permission. Women are still property to some degree. And maybe by dressing and, up And we're fixing that some of those aspects yes. with our, our primary culture. But there's a still a, some kind of weird disconnect with cosplayers. There's another layer to this because I have had guy friends who will do cosplays that have like a limited shirt and will come up and like stroke their chest without asking, which is not okay. That is really creepy. It's weird. It's just like a costume means that you're not yourself, you are the character, and they assume that the character would be comfortable with this, or because you are playing a character, you'll be more open to it. I wonder if it has something, I mean, I don't, Maybe it I'm, I'm free associating, that yeah, would make sense. yeah. I'm free I'm, associating, I own the DVD, therefore I own you, like, sort of thing. There's a weird, there's thing. a weird connection that I'm remembering years ago, my brother used to do murder mysteries. And he did one for our mitzvah that involved a monster, so there's a monster costume. And the kids would throw food at the monster. And it's one of these things, it's like, well, they're kids. But now I'm thinking about it, it's like, well, it's a person in a costume, so they get treated with less respect now than I would treat a normal person. Which is so crazy because there's so much effort and work put into Adults these. should not be doing what, like, well, yeah, but, kids should be doing. But, but I mean, I can, I can see maybe a similar connection. Maybe their brains haven't matured past that point. Now, luckily in her case, um, the officer on duty suggested that she filed a police report, and she mm -hmm. did. Yes. Um, since she put her story out there, a lot of people have come forward, which is nice, but the officer said, hey, like, if you want to get him kicked out, you know, some more people should come forward. And she asked him, like, outright, how many people does it take? Mm -hmm. and which... And That's a pretty brutal you. statement. I really want to know. That's a pretty brutal many, statement. How many people does it take, really, to get someone kicked out? She had two witnesses with her, the photographer, and I'm getting another witness. They've got photographic evidence. They've got photographic evidence. It's very uncomfortable to look at. I've heard a variety of nasty opinions on it, but I'm not hearing that right now. Well, and I, I've heard differing opinions when it comes to con chairs. Because, of course, I've spoken to... Some, because yeah. I'm trying to. I don't know how many con chairs want to be mentioned. I would not mention any. But you see, um, you see online when you know the story got posted, a bunch of people did reach out and say, "Please let me know so I can alert my con people." So right. This doesn't happen at our convention. Right. And so. It's not working. I was going to tag the page of the cosplayer. I already tagged it for that. Uh, for, no, I mean for people to look at, to go oh. to and look at if they wish to. 
when, since right now we're broadcasting live and people are watching, then they'll be able to do it. If you're, uh, I don't think we've mentioned the name, but she did not say not to mention her name, but it is um, Sloth Goth Cosplay, and you can find her on Facebook. Yeah, she did good work. She's, Sloth Goth Cosplay. Yeah. So. And I, and I spoke to her directly to get permission to cover the story because I didn't know how she wanted to deal with it and how publicly she wanted to make it. Right. And I, I was getting the impression she wanted to make it really public. So our mission statement is to promote respect and togetherness within the geek community. And and so I think the angle that we're kind of at, at heading for is what's the, what's the responsibility of the various steps, step tasks here? Obviously, we know what the responsibility of this fellow is. Don't get drunk. Don't do it. Right. Yeah, just don't do it in the first place. Right? Don't. Like, and if you that's can't pretty control straight yourself up. when you're drunk, don't get that drunk. Or, or just don't be on the car. Have, have a designated moral compass with you that's not drunk. It's kind of like whenever I talk to my kids about driving. You know, it's I, I tell them all the time. I say, you know, alcohol, the first thing it deadens is your frontal lobe, which is the part that makes you do... That's the part that says, hey, you know what? I probably shouldn't strip off all my clothes and get on this table and then put it on YouTube. You know, that's the part of your brain that, that, that tells you that's a bad idea. You're never going to let me live that down. No, I'm not. Um, so, but I mean, that, that's, that's what happens. So you give the keys to someone else. Because if it's in your pocket, that part of your brain that would say, oh, no, I've had too many drinks. I can't drive. That goes to sleep. And so, you know, if you're the kind of person who you think you're going to go out and touch somebody inappropriately, then you don't want to drink alcohol and then go out and touch somebody. And if you have a friend who does that and you're at a convention and you see them drinking too much... You wingman them, right? In the good way. <laughs> uh, Just like so there's that step. So that's the responsibility of him. So... It sounds to me like the staff that was approached did what they could do. Right. So the red shirts, the hospitality team... They didn't die, which was rule number one, don't die. Rule number one, don't die. The red shirts seemed to do their job. But they did, and they continued to communicate with her throughout the right. convention. Right. So that's and I'm, good. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling like... I've uh, been really good about that, so I'm very appreciative of that at this convention. Because it's always the case. And that's how you should feel about staff that you can go up to them and tell them something's going on and they can act. Right. And they can act appropriately and get you the help you need. So, I'm very glad that that happened. So, there's that, and then now we've talked about like that. Now, what about upper management? Should they have evicted this guy? I have a number of different opinions well, on we, this we, one. Going go off from of what she said, let's, let's follow what narrative we do have. Okay. They said they do it, did approach him, and that he was extremely drunk. So right. disregarding the harassment that happened. Didn't they also say he was incapable of making good life choices? Yes. Well, that, that, I believe that was their creative way or colorful way of saying he was really, really, really drunk. I don't think so, that was anything other than just colorful metaphor. But in any case, let's say you're in charge of some aspect of the convention at a higher level, and you're told one of your guests is really, really, really drunk. Not just that they're really, really, really drunk and they did something to someone that they did not want to have done to them, but that just someone's really drunk like that. To me, that's a concern, for, for one, just for them um, spilling their in, internal stomach contents everywhere if they're that drunk. I would Usually, as an ops head, and I've been an ops head, 
what I would do is have our people send them back to their room. Put them down for the night. Kablam! Put them down for the night. Um, and make sure that they stay out of commission. But if I had heard that they were harassing... On top of it. We have a very strict harassment policy at our convention. That would be it for them. Done. They'd be done. Their badge would be revoked. And that's for one year. That's for one year. So if they come back and they have better behavior, fine. But well, conventions are a, typically a one-year rotation anyway. Yeah, it, but it's usually a three strikes you're out kind of thing. But I mean, or even two. I've seen it on two, done five. But I mean, and I mean, and that was one of those things. More importantly, we've got photographic evidence. Man, that's clean cut. I mean, our, our people would be like, wow, this is like a field day. We don't even have to fill out much paperwork. Mm-hmm. You know, it would go into the logs and everything like that. It would clean cut, cut and dry for, for out, me, of, the, out of the park. From a legal standpoint on that? No, we haven't got to the legal point yet, but well, we're almost but there. When you're filing a report, when a police officer is involved and they come into a situation, they're going to try and recommend some things. Or you can ask them to recommend, you know, here's what's going on. What do you recommend? Because they do know the law. Mm-hmm. To the extent of the place where you are, you know, what should I do? This officer recommended that she file a report so that they could take continued action from there, which is great. From there, they're going to take the steps legally, but you have to remember that convention and the law are two separate things. Right. Convention rules are on hotel property and they are assigned by the convention and they are enforced by the convention. The police officers are going to act within the law and within the boundaries of the law and to whatever extent they can. So these are two separate predicaments that we have to deal with now. Mm. Now on that, we did we speak to an actual officer unrelated to the case mm-hmm. and said that without the hotel or the convention stepping up and doing something like saying, oh, well, we banned him and he's still on our property. Now he's trespassing. Mm-hmm. But this requires either the hotel or the convention st- stepping into that role. As a guest, you can't say I banned him because you don't have that power. You don't at so all. therefore, the officer now can't act on that. Mm-hmm. There has to have been an actual crime, and the, as an officer's shoes, they have to figure out well who's telling the truth, and they need a lot of evidence, and it needs to be something big enough to pull them into it. Take it to court mm-hmm. and for it to be acted upon. Right. The law is a little bit squiggly. Mm-hmm. Once it gets on private property. Timing now, well, if so you go back to our hypothetical situation where they're in my hypothetical operations, yes. I've revoked this individual's badge. Mm-hmm. He still can wander around the hotel. But not where your badge But required. not in the badged areas. Now, this is what happened on the, sun, the next, down the last day of the convention. Supposedly, I think, wasn't his badge supposed to have been revoked? It was never revoked. It was never, it was never revoked. But he was, punched. yeah, so he easily had access to areas that, in your Involved. case, wouldn't have. Yeah. Now, if I was area head, I would have done something sort of similar. If, uh, if I could have determined that he was ridiculously drunk, I, and I would have done the room thing. Had he done the harassment thing, I would have revoked his badge, but also told him. I also would have said, hey, tomorrow when you sober up, if you wish to dispute this, come speak to me. In the morning, and we will figure out what Yeah, happened. I mean, and, at and that that's... point, I could figure out was he so drunk that he realizes now he did the wrong thing, or is he going to stand on his ground and say, I'm in the right even though I was drunk? And in which case, I follow your step and say, okay, bye. And for this specific convention, and that, and that we go by probably, wristbands, yeah. which are by day. 
Yeah, it's 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 kind of weird that. And, and before... to be fair, that is probably true. He would he could have come back the next day, come come into my ops and said, "Hey, I was totally drunk. I've gone and apologized. We've talked it over. She's okay. I'm okay. Everybody's okay." And I'd say, eh, "Have your badge back." You know. After conferring with the actual yeah, I've, I've talking to her. I probably yeah, would have no, all right. Yeah, if no. everybody was okay with it the next day. Now, as far we'd as security is concerned, this wasn't, from what I could tell, a name thing. So I could have had a friend go buy me a day badge, a day wrist thingy, and I put it on. And no one's going to know who I am except for the people currently directly involved. Right. Now, I will say that this convention in particular with the hospitality staff, they're pretty interconnected, and there's a lot of communication there. So if it was spread that, hey, this guy is now banned, because like I said, I've been working a convention where a fellow was banned, and we all knew it. We share that information on a constant basis. So if we do see them on the con floor again, we do go speak to them, not confront them. We do go speak to them, and then pull security through. So how much responsibility does the con have, though, to protect they the people? They've got to protect their guests. Well, it's written they there. protect their attendees. They have to protect everybody on that floor. Well, I'm going to say they have to because they put, it, they put it in their book. They never should have put in their book that this is their policy if they're not going to enforce their own policy. But uh, but what's to what extent? Now, because this is... They I, I ban, actually... They I was the on the same... I was on the same... Wavelength, but prevention. Where are they on the prevention scale? Because actually, I talked to somebody else who brought up a very valid and, and, and lively point, which is the convention pays for bodyguards around the guests, like Bill Shatner and Nichelle. And those are bodyguards. And having seen and known people who were bodyguards, they're paid well. If we paid for bodyguards for everybody who was a guest of there, of there, and if you're talking about every cosplayer now being construed as a guest, well, here's the question: Has the cosplayer got, had death threats thrown on, on them? Hang on, well, I haven't I think, gotten there. I think you've gotten to black and white and left all the gray area out in the middle. Well, I'm, 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 okay. Let me get the whole okay. end of it out. Go ahead. Wouldn't that ultimately then put a ton of overhead on this convention? That would ultimately throw to the tickets and yada yada yada. So that's where that's going in. That's a thought process that I'm throwing out onto the table. And it's also... And you can re- you refute right. that with what you're headed, but let yeah. me get to the end of the sentence okay, before you do. Okay, let me know when you're there. Now, that was that. Oh, I'm okay. at the end of the sentence so, now. So if this end cosplayer... Of, to overhead. If this cosplayer had received death threats in the past and has a stalker, a known stalker after her, then that level of bodyguard thing would still appropriate for that person. Right. Is that the responsibility the of the convention? Uh, that, that would be the cosplayer's responsibility to say, if you want me there as a guest, this is what you need, because you know that's what Shatner did. Shatner's like, hey, because you know I'm Shatner's big. probably people had... want to kidnap me, people want to run up and grab me, people want to do all kinds of weird stuff to me because I'm a so. Then it's up to the convention and to say, up, well, we want that person, Troy. Mm-hmm. I know you think you're an awesome cosplayer, right. but 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 yeah. that that death threat by Chelsea makes you. Yeah. Not, not worth it. So then I'd so. say, yeah, you're right. But however, can you have a volunteer be there with me as a witness so if something does happen on a lower level that you will take their word for it and kick out whoever comes up and grabs my butt and tries to pull my pants off? Because then that costs you nothing. You pick one of your volunteers that you trust their word of because uh, the thing that's on top of this being irritating that situation, be there are the occasional idiot that I because I was reading through some of the comments on Sloth Goth's thing and they're like saying well this didn't happen this person's just looking for attention 
which I want to slap that person because right, they have no logic in their brains. They're victim blaming. Right, they're victim blaming. So let's say you get a person like that who's in charge of a convention and starts thinking the person's lying about it. Well, that's why if you have a staff member that you trust, then they can handle that. Um, obviously, the prevention needs to be setting example. Hey, if you're going to come up and kiss a cosplayer and put your lips on them, then you're out. Yeah. Well, and, and so once you get three or four people banned for doing things that you don't want them to do, you don't need to spend money to have bodyguards. You're reinforcing. It's um, it's just like saying you can't take Fairnail Clippers on an airplane. That's a ridiculous rule, and it costs lots of money and lots of time. What you need to do is have stronger rules about when something happens to, to send the message not to do that again. Which we need to do in general with culture. We just keep overrunning Chelsea. Chelsea keeps sorry, saying something. Sorry. We're like, row, row, crush, crush. You sound like a robot cat. So, you know, a lot of times when people are cosplaying, they will have a buddy. It is use the buddy system, right? You have somebody who will help carry your stuff, who will help you make sure to drink water, who will help you with your schedule, and who will help a handler. be a force. Yeah, they're essentially a handler. So bring Alley Cat's no, husband. Everybody needs to clone him. Like, His DNA know. will be if available. Well, um, and that that boils down to, I have Troy as my backup system. Troy has been my friend for a zillion years. I say Troy says, "Oh no, I saw that Chelsea was attacking Guy. She forced her cheek into his lips and her hip into his groin." What? Anyway, yeah. And so, so I mean, but but it's more. But I mean, I'm I'm actually saying more along the lines of if everybody goes, "Well, yeah, but Troy and Guy have been friends for." Ever so obviously Troy is going to back guy up, you you know. So I I don't know. I mean I could kind of see where a staff member a staff member might not be unbiased. unbiased. But I think that if but I also think that in uh, from the point of view of to refute that not refute to go with it um, to add to it a good thing that a convention could do is require a buddy system. For their cosplayers, if you're a cosplay guest, that could be an interesting thing. To help help them pair up. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. And they watch out for each other. I mean, their tables are sure. each other. They were chit-chatting back and forth. So I did this. appreciate that as well. For this gal, she was kind of stuck in like, one of the back hallways by the dealership, where there's a lot of foot traffic, but it's not always monitored by staff. Like, there, there are so many people walking through. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you have Alley Cat and... Across from them all the time. It's how do you monitor 
conventions that are this big, that have this many people who are constantly in motion, who are constantly wandering the hallways from panel to panel in this huge building, when you have a staff of all volunteers, do you have enough volunteers? And on top of that, do you have enough volunteers that you can have somebody buddy with this person or you can have somebody across? Because you do need to take this into consideration. So for this convention, at least have a staff member across from these people so that they can kind of keep an eye out for them, along with looking for badges. Because it's easy to look for badges. You know, I, like once you train in it, it's pretty easy to spot. And but you also have that backup so that your cosplayers or your guests feel safe because there's a staff member right across from them that they can go grab within like 10 feet. They're like, I need you. Okay, I'm gonna come get you. What's going on? What's Not happening? A, po a, a point from the motor I've pool. I've, oh yes. There's a point from the motor pool. And which the motor is pool a, for those listening is our live audience right now that's communicating. Um, with is us on the Facebook. problem with someone who is just bodyguarding without being official is that they get into trouble if they're not licensed and something happens, which I think is an interesting yeah, you, point. You, you can't uh, you can't just jump in there and start punching people. Um, as Troy has learned so many times. You cannot, you cannot I haven't learned. Sorry. Only mentally with telekinesis. So um, I've seen this at other conventions, and I did not notice it at this one. That doesn't mean it wasn't there. Um, I've seen giant signs before that say cosplay is not consent, and then it goes into the rules of how to treat another cosplayer, especially for, for photographs. Mm -hmm. Did they have something similar like that there, and I just didn't see it? Or There are not a lot of signs in particular. Because I know... I know. announcing what... I, yeah, that, that's one of the things that we use... At, uh, uh, yeah. at NDK, yeah. So I know. I, I think in some cases, not all, there are those people who just don't know any better. They're unenlightened. So right. it's not that they're a jerk and that they're doing it to be jerky or creepy. They just haven't learned yet. And so by having the don't just take pictures of cosplayers, ask their permission. Don't put your hands on them without asking permission. Keep your hands off of areas that you wouldn't put on someone who's not your girlfriend or boyfriend. Guy's putting his hand right underneath me. Korean etiquette. Yep. Put your arm around them. You are not physically touching, but it's the same act. If they're uncomfortable with that, just freaking axe, man. It's like yeah. prom night. Wait, what? So, uh, but yeah, I think more signage, I think more clear definitions in every convention book and a, and a straight up, hey, you don't follow these based on the severity of what you've just done. You might get a warning. But more than likely, you're out. So learn these rules and follow them. Mm -hmm. And as a community, we need to keep an eye out for each other, especially because it is very difficult for females to speak up because it's a frightening world. So being a guy and seeing something like this, speak up. Yeah. Say, no, that's not Although, cool. Although, I mean, and, and, and if you're you know, a female, please speak up. Don't be afraid. Yeah, and, and know that there are people who will help you. I mean, I, I'm recalling that... Speaking of things, I mean, Bill Shatner walked right behind me. Yep, and you, you didn't even see him. I didn't see him. And, and you, I, was, and I you, was very polite and did not take his picture. No, you were. But, yeah, but you, went, you went, Bill Shatner was right behind you, and I went, hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh. So, as somebody who's... Oh, Jerry just got booted, apparently, from the motor pool. Well, Jerry, you didn't get booted, booted from the motor pool by us, if that helps anyway. Like this, Chelsea. Sorry, Chels. Now she's hiding under her hood. Way to go, guys. It's because I love you, Chelsea. Person, mm -hmm. As a person who is a hugger, as a person 
who is okay with with people that I trust and who I've given consent. I am super touchy about people touching my lower back. And that is a lot of times where older gentlemen in particular, right. people who are trying to steer you somewhere, will naturally place their hand because at one point it was socially acceptable to do. For me, that is really uncomfortable. Right. I feel awful for days. I cannot imagine how she is feeling right now mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I'm betting you she still feels that kiss and she still feels impressed against her. It's like a ghost. It lingers. It's it's like a burn, right? It stays. It has residue, and it's gonna feel icky for a bit. So, when people are talking about this, it's not. It's like it's a personal boundary, and after the shock wears off, you're like, actually, I'm not a fit. I don't like this at all. And she went through the right avenues, and she talked to the right people. And at the end of the day, nobody said, "Hey, like, what actions would you like us to take?" What I would like it was just like expected for her to tell them, hey, can you kick him out? I'm super uncomfortable. She shouldn't have to say that. You know, a victim shouldn't have to tell no, you that shouldn't. they're uncomfortable. They're mm-hmm. already a victim. Now, you do need to get both sides of the story. Mm-hmm. You do need to take action. But you need to communicate that action. And so far we've heard no communication from the higher concept. It would be nice so, if they would just say we're looking into it. So now, now in, in in defense of the convention, mm-hmm. I will I will say one thing. First of all, let me preface this by saying I have no connection to this particular connect, convention at all, with, with the exception of the press corps, whom we all talk to all the time and love dearly, because they're awesome and they're wonderful. Um, however, I work in a different convention that has very little con- connection and I, I we've recently realized that the world in general doesn't think that the upper echelon talks to anybody because we just never really thought about how social media is useful and we have older people who don't communicate very well on social media so um, it ends up being sort of a thing that the older people <laughs> So they may be communicating a lot right now about this whole problem. They may be really talking about it, and they're all talking using their phones. And so nobody knows what's going on because it's not going out on social media. Or Messenger Al. Right? At least, though, this gal has been harassed. They should be talking to her. Yes. She was talked to once, and they told her, oh, he's a hotel guest. We can't boot him. What I would like to see. Well, and I, 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 I'm seeing that there was a communication breakdown because, like I said, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't do anything about getting him off of hotel grounds, but we could revoke his badge. What I would like to see them do is reach out to her and say, "We're banning him for one year. He won't be here for 2020. We know who he is. I mean, everybody knows who he is. It goes out there and looks. And so they should make an effort to not allow him in for 2020. I don't know what their budget is, but I assume they do fairly well." They should offer her free admission, a free room, and free transportation to and from next year to get her back as an apology for not being on the sooner. I think that's I know that seems like a lot. That might be a lot. That might be a lot, but here's the thing. I'm just saying the damage that's going to be done if they don't handle this right is going to cost them a lot more money than that offer to her to go out of their way. Because I've already seen on her website several people say we're not going back to that con. And that's just in two days. 
So, in the next year, as this builds momentum, if they don't handle so, it right? So, to refute that, and I don't mean necessarily you know, shut you down like Chelsea, um, who's apparently the shutdown one this particular show, um, but, yeah, as, as somebody who's done that, that, that's, there's a lot of politicizing internally to... You know, comping all of that stuff is really kind of difficult. So I don't know if we could do that necessarily as a con coming from my point well, they, of view. They have one year to figure but, it out. But anyway. Um, now there is a petition. So that this is, started. yeah. The motor pool was at, saying um, that he's never, that they've never heard police say that they could not do anything because he was a hotel guest. Um, and and to clarify, because I think that wasn't clarified. Right, that was what that, she that, said. The police that's what she said. said to her. Um, but to clarify, we had looked into this with the with the uh, unnamed police officer, and the officer indicated that since the since it was just a kiss in the cheek, that's not considered anything. It's an that, ass- it's assault. It's an, I think what he said, but it wasn't enough. But it wasn't enough for the officer to do much more than what they did. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, 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 at this level, it falls entirely on the convention to handle it if they're going to. Right. So the so the officer was kind of tied down, and the uh, and the hotel and what the con was saying was because the individual was a con guest. Okay. So they couldn't. I'm going to interrupt you real quick. Uh-huh. So a few hours ago, when I looked at this cosplay is not consent call for action to Starfest. It had about 100 signatures. In a couple of hours, it's gone up to 217, just went to 218 as I'm looking at it right now. So, um, and it's climbing pretty fast. So it's it's one of these things that, uh, and the petition is calling for way more than what I was calling for yeah. as far as what they want to see done um, in response. But it's, uh, I just, I think that if it was my convention, that would be the kind of thing I'd be looking into to handle. Right now, we've got silence. And we've got them telling her at the thing, we can't do anything about it, which is not true. They could have taken his badge. I think that, that the con, the only thing Khan really didn't do was take his badge. Um, I don't think they could have done much more. No, but taking a badge means a lot. he's not allowed at the convention anymore. Right. He can stay in the hotel space, but there's not much to do, and most people go home. I have seen people had their badges taken. You've been there to a was, lot of conventions from the ground floor level too. Yeah, I've worked a lot of conventions. I'm, I'm not saying that they were. And wristbands, like the owner of the convention takes them over and says, "Okay, may I touch you? I'm going to cut this off in front of a police officer," and they cut it off. They say, "You are not welcome here anymore." Yeah. So next year you can try, but this is your first and only warning. Now go. Right. Now, as mentioned and, by and someone on our guests, the uh, the con said they couldn't do nothing because he was guest of the hotel. They still could have taken his badge, and not having a badge would have prevented him from getting into, into the, the spaces where spaces. this person, person was. So he, he would not be evicted from the hotel. He could still be in common areas, but this would have made a big difference because the cosplayer said she was upset because she saw him still within the areas that required right. badges. Right. I'm not... And, 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 and like, do not remember me from yesterday? Please do not ever touch me again. Right. And wow. I'm... And, that and, a lot of courage. And don't get me wrong... I'm not saying that the the con is correct here. I'm just saying that looking at this, I'm seeing a, a small corrective action needs to be taken here on on the part of the convention. Yeah. But what I'm seeing with this petition is an awful lot of 
you know, we've got to make this a, a safe space. You're not making it a safe space. And you're not abiding by your own harassment. Right. Policy. And which to me sounds like a, okay, well, this sounds like education needs to be made with a hospitality crew. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I would go out there on social media and say, okay, well, we made an error here. We're sorry to this cosplayer. We'll make a correction on this. Uh, maybe see what we could do about correcting with the cosplayer in whatever way was acceptable. That's, that would be beyond, that'd be above my pay grade, so I wouldn't be able to deal with that. Um, but yeah, I could see that being sort of a deal that we'd want to work with, and that's understandable. But I think one of the problems that is going on here, though, is mixing up whether the police officer was at fault or whether the con was at fault oh, here yeah. on this one, too. Because like the police Chelsea, officer... Like said, it's two separate entities. entities. Yeah, because the police the officer... Like hospitality staff and security are different from the con chairs. And right. the police, it sounds like they followed procedure. As far as everything, they recommended something that this cosplayer ended up going with, and that's fine. Right. Yeah. On the so. surface, it almost sounds like the people who were supposed to handle it didn't want to handle it, so they tried to pass the buck off to the police. And the police are like, well, this is not a police matter at this level. And then they're like, then the people who didn't want to deal with it said, oh, well, then it's not our matter either, when it should have been. But this is how, this uh, in a void, which is what we're in because it's silence right now, all we can do is speculate. And which I, I guess, actually, from the motor pool, we've got verification that the head of the con said, it was out of their hands. That's just in the statement. But that's, that's just, just in, in that. We, we haven't heard. Have we haven't. We haven't heard. Yeah, we haven't. That that that's that's unfortunately that's hearsay. Yeah, we haven't heard from the head of the con. Right, we haven't heard from the head so, of the con either. There is a petition started by the cosplay is not consent group um, that you can go sign. I'll link it. Um, essentially, they are asking for a formal apology from the Starfest managers and owners to this cosplay guest um, who is the victim of assault um, by June 1st of this year. Uh, public recognition the incident that occurred in banning of the male assailant from any future conventions owned by the Starfest brand. They have, a, they have a whole lot of demands here. I wasn't going to go into it. I wouldn't read it if I were you. It's just going to make you mad. I'm sorry. This is being so good. So... I don't think she realized she said it like six times. Is that this keeps calling to sexual harassment. According to all of the legal documents that I have read, according to the officers that I have spoken to, this specific circumstance is not sexual assault because it was not grabbing a body part that is breast by genitalia specifically. And this is by the letter of the law. Sexual assault. She was a victim of harassment. She was not specifically, according to the law, a victim of sexual assault. And that is according to the Colorado state law. I have a bunch of documents that I can link down below. I have read through them, they are dry. But (laughs) we need to be very specific because. For her, a kiss might be sexual. He did press his genitalia up on her. From what, from what the picture looks like. I mean, it was a pretty clear picture. That in some way could be sexual assault, but not from what I read. Which is 
the law is difficult. There are holes and there are pieces, and that's why our law is always changing. So in that sense, it could have been, but according to the current law, as far as I have found, as far as people linked to me, it was not. Regardless, she was harassed. She didn't feel comfortable. In my opinion, he should have been ejected from the car. I concur. Yeah, based on his actions of not apologizing and his, his but I'm what not he did before and after sure seems that, bad. Yeah, I, I'm not 100% sure. I mean, I, I do believe a corrective action needs to happen, certainly. Um, There's a piece of this petition that I don't agree with, and this is after talking to my boyfriend who is in law school, who works with legal documents every single day. They what? have in this petition that they that the convention should require all attendees of future conventions to sign a code of conduct that includes agreeing to the statement I will not touch another convention attendee without their consent. Yeah, no. That's like saying I'm not going to murder anyone I super promise signed me and then I go stab somebody. Like we already know that this is not socially acceptable and this is already part of our social contract as a whole. That's one step too far. Well, the, a badge, they are agreeing to abide by the rules, terms, and conditions of the convention already. Yeah, this so is they redundant. Are legally bound to that. So that by doing that, they pretty much they pretty much guaranteed that the convention is not going to pay attention to that. Because they've asked one step too far. Only says like another problem is they say, um, you know. This is about cosplayers. It doesn't state like anybody. Mm -hmm. So if you're just a normal person at a convention and somebody harasses you, this petition yeah. doesn't. Yeah, that last one already one of, exists. In, one of in, in, in the, one of the people I had talked to about this, who is in the field, had indicated that cosplayers, that these particular cosplayers, these specific cosplayers, we're not talking about. The, the 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 general cosplay community. We're talking about this particular cosplayer okay. straddles a very difficult line for convention runners because they are both an attendee or they they are an attendee, a vendor, and what a else? A guest. A, 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 yeah, and, and and a guest of honor. So they're 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 all three of those at the same time, which the convention operates a different way depending on which way you are. And how you're handled is handled differently depending on that. And I thought that was a very interesting statement because having been, having operated on the backside of conventions now and having, having seen how they function and having seen how you distribute people to help people make these things smooth and make them run, I can see that somebody who straddles all of those could be really complicated. I mean, you've got somebody who's in a vendor area doing vendor work, but then is a guest of honor, needing guest of honor privileges, but not in a vendor area, and not in an attendee area, or in an attendee area, or in general population, or all of this stuff. You've got, like, all of this stuff going everywhere. That could be a real messy place. I would think in this situation, though, all three of those... Anybody coming up, putting their arm around them, and kissing them. Is none a of that's none of that's a problem. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that, but I could see I could see that if you're sitting there demanding that a convention give those people extra protection, oh, like extra demands, like all of this stuff, 
you know, it's I could see being a little resentful to it because you're like, these people are already hard enough to deal with. Yeah. They're already juggling a lot of different things. Well, whoever wrote the petition, really, I, they should have just said, enforce the rules you have written. Because that's, right. that's what they're not and doing. apologize. Yeah, I not think apologizing would be a, is, is a big thing. I think coming out and apologizing would help. And I think that really the truth is, the only reason we're getting silence is... Because yeah, they're trying to figure it out, and they have to go through a lawyer. Which, if they just, I'm sure that's exactly what's happening. We're on top of this. That's really what they need to do. Because right now, by not saying anything, it's making people really. You know, it's it's amazing. Um, As 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 one of the people in my convention, I am the one who talks the most. I know you're shocked. I know you're both shocked. And the number of times that the head director, the con chair, has said, "Please stop." to me <laughs> because because I will I, I feel like that's exactly my first instinct is to go out there and say hey everybody we're working on it hang on then the, then then it's always always oh yeah well okay good NDK has solved this problem and they've solved it by saying that everybody that, that they're right and you're wrong and then it's like no well, that's not really, what guy said really you know from the motor pool somebody said I think the law should read unwanted intimate touching what is intimate mm-hmm. you have to be again it comes very, guys getting intimate with me right now you really have to be extremely specific or you need to blame you've got to go so, so I would like to say uh, to if she does different. get around to watching this uh, sloth goth cosplay we're in your corner we want to help you our heart goes out to you because yeah. this clearly, clearly sucks. Honestly, hope that you're still able to do conventions. Right. This yeah. Sucks. And I, I, I hope she's restored so to this convention because uh, this is she. She was. She had fun at this convention. Um, when we posted this to our page, we noticed a couple of other people came forth and said, "Yeah, this is one of the reasons we don't go to this convention anymore." And I thought that was pretty sad. Yeah, um, that's heartbreaking. That is heartbreaking. This is this is a convention I've gone to for many years. I love this convention. Um, As Geek Tank, we've been covering it since been, 2013. Yeah, and 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 it's a it's a great convention. So, so um, next time you're in town, because this is your hometown, if I read your biography correctly, uh, let us know. We'll take you out for coffee and hopefully make you feel more welcome than your last visit here. Definitely. Right? And I do hope that, you know, the convention comes out and says something as quickly as they can, because this is heating up. And honestly, this is what happens when there's silence. People start to spread the word so that, you know, others can be aware. They're probably working it right now. I know I know that every time we get into some kind of social media mess, we're all working it. Mm-hmm. It just takes us forever. So hopefully so. Them, like I would say a week or two and hopefully they reach out directly yeah. and hopefully we have I'm sure that we'll see we'll see what happens. But for now, and we'll keep you guys sense. updated as we figure it out. If we hear anything. Okay. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for joining us. I've been Guy. I've been Troy. And I've been Chelsea. And this is Geek Tank. As always, you can email us at questions at RockyMountainGeekTank.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. We're Rocky Mountain Geek Tank. Feel free to join the conversation. We look forward to hearing from you. Geek Tank is a production of Fox Blade Media and is protected under the Creative Commons 3.0 license. Your hosts today were Guy S. Davis, C. Troy Floor, and Chelsea Kramer. 
Kevin Weibler is our engineer, and our music was composed by David Coyle. Geek Tank is funded by listeners like you. Please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash foxblade.